Wow. We are straight up live. Look at that, boys. Let's uh let's light this yep. candle the proper way, huh? Today. Headquarters. What is it? Well, it's a big building where generals meet, but that's not important right now. Wow. Be back. Nice to be back. We don't have Marco yet, and Matt's out of town. I don't think Matt's joining us tonight, right? No, he's not. He, he's he got an early wake up. He's three hours ahead. Matt, if you're listening to this, fuck you, you pussy. <laughs> it's not safe. <laughs> so, Matt is out on set, and uh, he's because he's out on set he is he was supposed to join us because he's supposed to have tomorrow off right and then they called him at the last minute and we're like hey can you work tomorrow which is the nature of being on set is you can't turn that down right right no No, you can't turn so matt has to get up tomorrow and he's got a short turnaround i'm gonna tell you right now working on set they they beat you like a rented mule for sure um that oh, yeah. there's been so many people I know that literally like get off, drive a long ass way home, crawl into bed only to wake up like two hours later and crawl back mm-hmm. in the car to drive out to set to be like, they only have to give you, I, I depending, you know, I've heard eight hour turnaround. I've heard 10 hour turnaround. I've heard, you know, it, it, like, so imagine if you're working an hour and a half from home, so you got to drive an hour and a half home. Yeah. And you got to try and get to sleep unless you slept in the car on the way home and yeah. crashed and died. <laughs> Fucking, unless you have one of those Teslas and you're just like, this. yeah, yeah, yeah. But when and you then, were working, yeah. What was your turnaround time? I was non union. So our turnaround time was, fuck you, get here in the morning. <laughs> oh, fuck, really? I yeah, think yeah. ours was nine or 10 hours or fuck, was it 12? No, I think it was 10 oh, hours. I mean, 10. Yeah, it's probably 10. Dude, during the riots. Oh, you mean as like, a cop, your turnaround time? Yeah, 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 yeah. As a cop, cop, oh, cop, cop, oh, oh, yeah. Our turnaround oh, time was it had to give you eight hours. Okay, had to give you so ours hours. was a little bit longer, um, just because it was such a vast area and they knew where people lived. Right, but they had to make sure be drive time and everything. You had a minimum of eight hours of sleep, so they would give you like ten or yeah. nine, whatever, for commuting. Yeah, during the riots. That went shit went out the fucking window. They're like, yeah, that doesn't matter. Yeah, we're going against policy. And so you were running like two, three hours of sleep, maybe, right, for fourteen days straight, bro. Well, I was a lot. I was driving because they would they would stagger you. You go one day down in the riots, one day on patrol, one day down the riots, one day down on patrol, or try to give you a break from it. And I was like, fuck, the break is the rights. Let me go to the rights and have fun. It keeps me awake. Don't keep me me a patrol. I was literally sitting there driving on a street, mm-hmm. crowded fucking street. And I'm sitting there like, I'm asleep, but I'm awake. You know, when you have that, when you're just so tired that you're fucking awake, your eyes are glazed. But I go sleep, dude. Shit. I go sleep. Yeah. You go a mile on the freeway and you have no idea how you went 
like you don't remember going that distance. Oh. They call it micro My partner started yelling at me. He's like, "What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck?" And I wasn't waking up, and I was like, "What?" And we're going through a red light, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" I turned the lights on real quick. I was like, "Fuck!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> Grab the, the thing. I was like, "I'm acting like I'm talking." Take a yeah, turn. I'm not going to say I've ever turned the lights on in my police car to avoid. Uh, Holy shit! Asshole for accidentally committing a traffic violation, but I had it. I had to. Nothing. I haven't either. So. I relinquished control. I was like, you, "You're driving." I can't. Yeah. So I, that's it, why it mad. sucks, dude. It sucks. Oh. Like the getting like pulling up car to car right and then you're you're like okay you, dude just give me half an hour just watch me sleep for a half an hour and your buddy watches you for like half an hour and then maybe if he's cool you get like 45 minutes because he's playing tetris or or words with friends or something on his phone <laughs> and then like he he wakes up he's like all right bro bro all right, you watch me and then you watch him for like a half an hour right. and you're, you guys were you're like, first somewhere What's that? You guys worked L cars, one man units. Yeah, yeah, we had to. Well, yeah, we didn't call them L cars. They're very specific agency boy. <laughs> there's agencies that call it that in California. No, there's only one. <laughs> no, I swear to God, there's other ones. Okay, uh, I swear. I, I promise you. For us, um, <laughs> this is kind of a weird, like, uh, weird thing to talk about, I guess. But we had. Um, Adam cars were single man hoops. Hmm. Yeah. So an A car was a single man hoop. A B car, a boy unit was a two man hoop. So any training, you, you most likely you were a training car. If you were a boy unit, most likely you have a boy, boy unit. I've never, it's weird. Yeah. So it was bomb squad. Well, that's because your agency doesn't use the B designator. No. But every every car, every agency in our county used the B designator. Every agency in the county south of us used the B designator as a two-man unit. Right. Um, and then the X-ray designation was an extra car. So you didn't have that's what ours was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then um let's see. Uh I was a Nora unit, so narcotics. Yeah, yeah, we have that. And then David units were detectives, but for uh yeah. Ours are William. Yeah. And then um, there was, uh, let's see what else were there. Um, shoot. What else do they have? Nora units, David units. Uh, oh, uh, uh, they called them motors instead. I, I wish they'd have called them Mary units, but they called them motor. So oh, it was yeah, like 48 Mary. motor one, 48 motor two. And it should have been Mary because, like, come on. You know, seven Mary, three and four. That's chips right there. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. There you go. You know, you were talking about like you would pull up window to window <clears throat> and be like, Hey bro, just watch me sleep for a minute. And then I'll watch you sleep. Cause you're right. working like graves or something. Hey Eric, well, what's we up? were in two man cars. <clears throat> what's up Eric. And we were in two man cars and there'd be times where we'd be pulling like a back of a school and we're like, mm-hmm. all right, hey, bro, I'm going to catch some shut. I just watch me right. like, all right. And next thing you know, you're fucking, you blast your fucking earpiece up so that if something right. like, so wake you up next thing you know, you're like, Oh, Fuck, been asleep for a hot minute. No one woke me up. You look over and your partner is, and you're like, oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> what time is it? And yeah. then the, your fucking screens lit up like, where are you? What are you doing? Like, oh, fuck. So um, I'm back, right? Marco's, Marco's not here right now. Matt's not here right now. But Matt's not going to be here tonight. Marco will be. Uh, but uh, hopefully. 
I yeah, <laughs> Marco's single dad right now. His wife, like literally, he texts me. He's like, my wife just went out of town today, so I thought we were recording yesterday. So I thought I would share with you guys um, what one of the things I was doing uh, this whole time was. And ladies and gentlemen, I would like to show you uh, for the show I was doing. A what friend of mine. Thing? Lesbian thing? What? What? Yes, the lesbian thing. <laughs> I said lesbian, dude. I don't know who you're talking okay. about. <laughs> so, for those of you who didn't know, uh, in fact, there was a listener that said he would, there was a listener that said he wanted to come, um, and then there was another, well, there was actually more than one listener who said they wanted to come. Uh, wait, says, uh, wait, Curtis says, uh, fuck my goddamn life, been waiting to catch a live, just laid my ass to bed, but since I haven't had a chance, I just want to say love you guys, and what you do is change the way I appreciate first responders and vets. Oh, and Chuck, drink faster. Drunk Chuck is a fuck Chuck. I think he means funny okay. Chuck. Okay, look. <laughs> funny okay. Chuck. There you go. Okay, look. I don't remember that. We yeah, we haven't we haven't been all together to address that <laughs> shit show. <laughs> you see this bottle right here? Yeah. That's a is reminder. That's a commemorative. It's right. So I went to go and pour out of it after that night, after I mm. took a week off. Right. And I went to go pour a glass and I, I poured a small one, like a, like a literally like a one finger, one and a half finger glass, like traditional. And I was like, okay, cool. Poured it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to pour another one a couple days later. And I went to go pour like a two, two and a half finger. Cause I was just having a shitty day. And I got a one and a, or a half a finger fucking pour. And I was like, Oh fuck. You can't see through this bottle. So I had no idea and I didn't know how strong it was. I thought it was like like the percentage of wine because it was a mixer. It was a mixed drink. Uh-huh. It's not. It's not like a cut water. It's a lot fucking stronger. It's 70 proof. It's like a bottle of Jack. Like that's the proof of it because a bottle of Jack is 70 proof. That that's motherfucker. It? Yeah. I hate Jack. I, mean, I don't like it either. It tastes like bananas to me. I don't know why. Bro, I, I apologize to everyone. I didn't. I meant to get fucking tossed. I did not meant to fucking get tossed. <laughs> I've got Dude. the receipt. I, I, you guys, seriously, I texted Chuck. I'm like, bro, you got to slow down. And he's like, okay, okay. And then he sped up. <laughs> well, because like, I already had it in my glass. So I was like, I'll just drink it slower. And then as you're talking, you're just fucking drinking. You're not paying attention. Kind of like how a fat guy eats a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> you, it, you channeled your inner fat kid. Dude. Yeah. 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 And you just get fucking wrecked. And yeah. I, that's broke a record. Mm-hmm. That's the fastest I have ever drinking or drank. not drinking, drank a fucking bottle like that in my life. Cause I had no idea how much was left in the fucking bottle. It was an accident, it was not planned. Yeah. I've never done that before. That was a mythical fucking time. <laughs> I, I didn't even know I puked. I woke up in the morning and I look at my wife and I was like, hey, did we watch a show last night? She's like, are you fucking serious? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we, what do we watch? Because I didn't remember it. I fell asleep, I think. And she's like, I fucking hate you. And I had to clean up your throw up before I went to work at five <laughs> o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you were you were wrecked. There's a there's a that's a long for, for those of you that were here for that. That was it. That, there's a long, long story behind it. And there's also some other shit. I'm not gonna get everybody, into. everybody gets, everybody gets a freebie. Sometimes you just, you just fuck up. 
Chuck social lubricant booze. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> so, uh, so here, here, so I, um, I finished my show. And for those of you that have listened for a while or, or new, um, occasionally I have, I get a busy schedule because I'll do, um, plays, right? Um, I've acted and thing and stuff my whole life. Marco, Marco, Matt and I were in a band in high school. Like I, I, I still wish I could find the video of me, Matt and Marco playing our high school graduation, like end of the year. It was an end of the year English class party. And it was a toga party because we had just finished reading Julius Caesar from Shakespeare. And so Matt, Marco and I played a backyard party hosted by our English teacher. Like literally the English teacher was like, we're going to have a, we're going to have end of the year toga party to celebrate finishing Shakespeare's Julius Caesar. And then somehow my meet my band with Marco and Matt ended up getting asked to play at this backyard party. <laughs> and there's a video of it somewhere. There's a bit. Matt was singing Nirvana. Like I was singing ugly kid, Joe. It was, yeah, it was, um, it was pretty epic for high schoolers. Anyway, uh, Shelby, the other two sluts, you missed it. Uh, you might've been late, but, uh, Matt is on set in North Carolina. And so he's unable to make it tonight. Marco is running late as usual because he's single dad mode right now. Um, so usually it's because he can't get out of the tattoo shop in time, but tonight it's because his wife went out of town on business, I think. And so he is, uh, in trying to get the kids to go to sleep so he can get into the, uh, damn garage. So anyway, so I'm back. We were that's what kind of part of the reason we missed last week for you guys is uh it was just Marco had stuff. I was gone. Matt was dry flying to to North Carolina. Like it was just a shit show. So for those of you who don't know, I uh just finished this run of uh Mont I was performing as King Arthur in Monty Python's spam a lot. <laughs> and if if you don't know what it is, did you get to, uh, well, I'll, I'll ask you later, Chuck, but um, if you don't know what it is, if you've never seen Monty Python and the Holy Grail, first of all, how dare you watch this show if you've never seen Monty Python and the Holy Grail? <laughs> and second of all, uh, this is a stage adaptation musical version of Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Curtis gets it. It's only a flesh wound. So... Here is a, I, I thought, so a, a guy I know came to see the show um, and he, you're not supposed to take photos, but he just happened to sneak a couple of photos from the audience. Uh, and so here is me and my friend James uh, as Arthur and Patsy on stage in front of the castle in Monty Python's family. <laughs> <laughs> so um that was uh we got to do just curtis just so you know we got to do the whole black knight sword fight um we legit i cut his arms off i cut his legs off we had some pretty goofy fun special effects uh we made fake arms uh in fact i think i have a picture of me let me see if i can I bring this up so I, I i'm pretty sure i have a picture i um uh, there was another there's a musical number later on in the show 
and Patsy and a bunch of other characters join me out on stage to sing this song. And you can see the Black Knight. So let me see if I can find this picture. If you want to see his but a flesh wound. Uh, here is the Black Knight with his special effects, uh, with his legs and, and arms chopped off. Uh, anyway, so there you go. <laughs> There's the Black Knight. No arms, no legs. Uh, I mean, obviously, those are his legs because you can't. It's really hard to chop somebody's legs off in live theater multiple times a night <laughs> to fake it. So uh, it looks really good. Yeah, they had a good time. It was a real good time. So I'm back from that. Uh, but one of the things that, well, shoot, I guess we should just start. Uh, uh, welcome to the locker room. I'm Tom. I'm Chuck. And Marco will be here eventually. And uh, Matt will not. So there we are. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot going on. It, it just seems like every week we just have so many things to talk about. Um, and some of it law enforcement and military related and some of it not. Um, the single moms just keep giving us gold. Uh, we talked about... Um, the Senate staffer who got caught having sex. But here's one that I wanted to talk about tonight. Have you heard about the Indiana couple who had their child taken away from them by child services services for misgendering their own child? This happened in Indiana, not Canada. No, Indiana. Um, so that's wild. No, what the fuck? Because he misgendered. Yeah, so uh, I just looked up child taken away. Parents warn nation after child is removed from home for improper pronoun usage. Okay. Uh, yes, we do. Yeah, Phoenix, we have the single moms. We always have the single moms. They give us nothing but joy and pleasure. So here you go. This is Indiana. L ladies and gentlemen, Indiana, not India. Not Canada, not the People's Republic of China, not it, it, this was Indiana, That's as in wild. Indianapolis. Okay, a Catholic couple in Indiana is asking the Supreme Court to hold the state accountable for keeping their child out of their home after they declined to use his chosen name and pronouns. In MC and JC versus Indiana Department of Child Services. Mary and Jeremy Cox are appealing to the United States Supreme Court after they were investigated by Indiana officials for refusing to refer to their son using pronouns and a name inconsistent with his biological sex. Uh, let's see. Arguing the state courts allowed Indiana to keep the child from living in his parents' home due to their disagreement with the child's gender identity because of their religious beliefs. Notably, upon completing the investigation, ready? Upon completing the investigation, the state determined the allegations of abuse against Mary and Jeremy were, from roll please, unsubstantiated, but still argued that the disagreement over gender identity was distressing to their child. Apparently this kid 
had some depression issues, some eating disorder issues. He's going, I mean, he's a teenage kid with gender dysphoria. How do you think How he's not? Uh, I does not say his actual age. Uh, Vice President, Senior Counsel uh, at Beckett told Fox News that no parent should ever have to endure what Mary and Jeremy have been forced to go through. Quote, keeping a child away from loving parents because their religious beliefs, even when the state admits there was no abuse or neglect, is wrong and it's against the law. The court should take this case and make clear that other states can't take children away because of ideological disagreements. So here's the, here's the nuts and bolts. Uh, <laughs> should have punched him in the dick to remind him of his real gender. Yeah. <laughs> Give him a Hertz donut. You, you ever have a Hertz donut, Chuck? When I was a kid, my dad would be like, do you want a Hertz donut? And I was like a donut. Yeah, I'll take a donut. And he'd punch me really hard and go Hertz donut. <laughs> anyway, in 2019, Mary and Jeremy's son told them that he identified as a girl, but in line with their Catholic religious beliefs that God created human beings with an immutable sex, male or female, they did not believe in referring to him using pronouns and a name inconsistent with his biology. In addition, the Coxes, I love the fact that... <laughs> <laughs> the Coxes believed their son was struggling with underlying mental health conditions. You, you think so punched, punched, punched him in the Coxes, including an eating disorder. So basically, this kid has an eating disorder, which give him man boobs, and so when he sees foods and he eats it, right? That's his that's his eating disorder. No, you cannot make this shit up, Phoenix. Okay, hand and mouth oh. disease. Uh, so in twenty twenty one, in in twenty twenty one, twenty twenty one, dude, three effing Fuck. years ago. Indiana wow. officials began investigating the Coxes. Wait, <laughs> the Coxes. Uh, after a report found they were not referring to their child by his preferred gender identity, removing the teen from their custody and placing him in a quote gender affirming home. Despite the unsubstantiated claims of abuse, they claimed that the Coxes. <laughs> made the child's eating disorder worse, even though it actually worsened after he was removed from the home and placed in a gender-affirming care home. Wow. The Attorney General for Indiana told Fox News, quote, we always protect parental rights and religious liberty. Well, no, you fucking don't, clearly. No. That's me. That's me speaking. It almost sounds Neither like Canada. Yeah, quote, neither we nor the Indiana courts believe that the state can remove a child because of a parent's religious beliefs, views about gender identity, or anything of the sort. Our office is fulfilling our statutory duty to defend this state agency and keep an oath I swore when I took office. As the record shows, this state agency acted not on the use of pronouns, but because of the child's extreme eating disorder. So you're going to fucking take a kid away because he's got an eating disorder? You're going to fucking take a child away because he's got an eating disorder. And he goes, mom, look at my man tits. I want to be a girl. Look, I have titties. I must be a girl. Even though my last name is Cox. <laughs> oh, Eric Cox, any relation? I didn't even. Damn. Phoenix on fire tonight. I guess Phoenix is on fire. Cox is related to Cox. Uh, uh, as the record shows, the, state, the Indiana governor sets 
Department of Child Services policy and hires those employees. I am very sympathetic to the parents and everyone who follows my work as attorney general knows that I am the biggest defender and proponent of parental rights. He's the biggest cox. What? The flying fuck, dude. Dude, that's crazy. Did you hear about Canada? That's just along this line uh, this year. I mean, I know it's north of us. My mom's from there. That's all I've heard. Um, uh, they basically said uh, parents have no parental rights. What? What now? The the rights are for the, the, the children. Children have rights. Like we protect our children. The childrens have rights. The parents don't have have parental rights. They just so their busy. courts have decided that children's rights uh, are paramount and trump the the rights of a parent to be a parent. Something like that, yeah. Wow. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Because yeah. that's it's interesting. According to, section, according to Section 2A of the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms, parents have the constitutional right, uh, parenthetical for, to determine all aspects of their children's education, including choosing a religious education. This right can be restricted when those decisions go against the best interests of the child. So there's your little... There's your little uh, escape clause right there this right can be restricted when it goes against the best interests of the child well who fucking decides that the fucking parent decides what's the best interest not the fucking government or this isn't the ccp this isn't fucking communist china dude this isn't no dude what the fuck i'd have been like you better get the fuck off my property yeah yeah for sure get out of my house so, so that brings up an interesting point is because of that kid um uh, Crumley, I, and I, I hate to say his name, um, but the parents of a school shooter. Yep. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Jennifer Crumley mm-hmm. was sentenced to prison. to prison, or well, she has. I don't think she was. Sent, she was convicted of involuntary manslaughter in the. Back, be based on the fact that her son went to school and shot up the place. Right. Now, interestingly enough, the the father, his trial is being held separately from the mother. Okay, so they tried the parents separately, which is interesting. And they are trying to exclude evidence from the father's trial that was allowed in at the mother's trial. Which it's pretty bananas when I read the stuff that was allowed in um, at the mother's trial. And I understand why the father is trying to. Now, here's the thing. I am fully prepared to say that there are times when parents should be held accountable for the actions of their kids if they're fucking negligent in being parents. I, I don't have any problems with that whatsoever. Okay, so let me get that on records right now. But like anything, it's a fucking slippery slope. Mm-hmm. And we need to be very, 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 very careful about doing that. So uh, James Crumley is the dad. And he is basically saying that his son's journals and statements 
to other like he text messages like statements via text to his friend saying i told my parents i needed help and they just wouldn't help me and now i'm gonna have to shoot up the school right so those statements and texts were allowed in they were admissible at the mother's trial but guess what the the son who's already been convicted and sentenced to life without parole Mm -hmm. he refused to testify he refused to testify so what does that mean if the texts and the statements to the friend the letter to the friend say that i asked my parents for help and they wouldn't help me and now i have to shoot up the school if those statements are being made by the kid then effectively the kid is the accuser in the in that instance he's making statements about the parents right and if he refuses to testify the the father's lawyers are rightfully arguing that does not allow the father to confront his accuser because his son's accusing him of not doing anything and so they're inadmissible well they were admissible in the mom's trial and so now they're saying okay then how about uh you let us bring in testimony uh medical testimony from a psychiatrist who took notes during interviews with the shooter and in those interviews the shooter admits to the psychiatrist that he lied to his friend about telling his parents what was going on with him so Wow. The court system is now stacking the deck against the parents saying, well, this evidence we're going to allow in because it makes you look guilty. However, uh, we're not going to let you question your son on the stand because he's refusing to testify. So we can just use that evidence against you and you can't question it whatsoever. But the evidence that tends to disprove your son's testimony or your son's evidence we're not going to allow that in because that's medical testimony and he hasn't agreed to allow that in. What wow. the bullshit? That's fucking Here's the thing. I'm fine with charging these parents. I'm even fine with them going to prison if they if they were negligent and they ignored their child. Because there is plenty of evidence to show, it, from what I've read, that these parents may have been negligent. I mean, they bought the kid the gun. He drew some pretty disturbing shit and did some pretty disturbing shit at school, and they wouldn't even take him home. They were called to the school the day this shit happened, and we're like, "Hey, you should probably take him home." And they're like, "No, he's fine." And they left him there, and then, oh fuck, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm not, like, I'm not saying the parents shouldn't be held accountable. They should absolutely be held accountable because he's a child. But this is this is where I fall on like the gender affirming care shit. If I can tell you you can't cut your penis or your boobs or your whatever off, I can also tell you, get come the fuck home and I'm going to beat your ass for threatening the school, right? Like, like, uh-huh. right? Okay. But at the same time, if you don't, then we're going to fucking charge your ass. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't have any problem with that. What gets like, me is they didn't take their fucking kid home. And they didn't take his gun away. Like, if your kid's acting weird and drawing weird shit at school and is fucking acting off and the school's like, yeah, you shouldn't be here. Why aren't you locking that shit up and taking shit away from him and getting him the help he needs and sending him to fucking therapy? Okay, Curtis, I need, leave some, him there? I need some clarification. You say, where is the line drawn? Where is the line drawn for what? For charging parents or for parenting? Because to me, 
I fucking own you until you turn 18. And then once you turn 18, if you live in my house, my house is not a hotel. You will do what I say and you will live by my rules because it is my house. And if you don't want to, you are 18, go join the service, go get a job, get the fuck out. It's fine. I'm okay. I love you. I will, I will, I will be supportive of you, but I will not support you. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious to what, what do you mean? Uh, both, I mean, aren't the Simba. Oh, uh, symbiotic. Yeah. So there's the relationship, right? So you can't, I think what you're talking about is you can't have your cake and eat it too, right? You can't tell the parents they don't have rights over the child. They don't have complete control over the child and they don't have ultimate say in the child's life. And then turn around and say, but also if your child does something shitty, we're going to send you to prison for it. You can't do that. That's bullshit. If you're going to charge parents with what their child does, then they have to have absolute control over that child. If you are going to say that the child's rights, like fucking Canada, trump the the parents' rights, then no. You can't charge the parents with a crime. I 100%, 100% agree if that's what you're saying because that's bullshit. So I I don't know. Do you, like, would you charge, would you have charged the parents? I'm fine with charging the parents. Fuck them. Like, you, you, if you're negligent in raising your child and you let him go to school, you bought him a gun when he's all fucked up. Like, what the hell? You know? I don't don't know. Maybe I'm, Maybe I'm full of shit. Maybe, maybe somebody, if I'm full of shit, tell no. me in the chat I'm full uh-huh. of shit. I would have, you, you know, after the hearing what you said, like the school was calling him, regardless of what the therapist says, regardless of him lying to the fucking therapist, the parents willfully bought him a firearm, knew that he was troubled mentally, knew all these challenges. Instead of getting him help and taking that weapon away from him and locking it up in a fucking safe like it should be at all times, unless you're going to go hunting or target practice or whatever under parental supervision, um, you know, and, and not listening to the school, like, Oh, just fuck it. Just leave them there. Like mm, at, at some point, like there needs to, to be some sort of action taken. Cause like, I know for, for us in law enforcement, if you leave a weapon out in the house, say you leave it on your, your nightstand, cause that's where you're used to sleeping with it. Right. You leave it on the nightstand, you pick it up, you put it in your waistband in the morning or throw it in your go bag and you go to work. And you just, you always leave it there. You never put it in a safe. And then you have kids and you still have that same mentality. I'm just going to leave it there. And they grab that and they kill one of their siblings. You are now liable for, for uh, not uh, properly locking up your firearm and you can be held accountable for that death. And you can be, you go to prison for it. And they, that's what they tell us going through the Academy. So it's, it's the same fucking thing. Like, you let me ask you this. Do you think kids can be born bad? Huh? Do you think kids can be born bad? Rotten, like evil. No, hmm. I don't think so. I think everyone is born innocent. You know, uh, if you're religious, I mean, you can. There's like two sides to it. You know, like this is not your first life. This is multiple lives. You know, like the spiritual shit, and you know, you're you go up and you look at what you did and. You, you see, okay, I need to improve on this. I want to go do this. And then you go back down into a body at whenever you choose to go down. And you, there's the whole, that whole side to it. But I, I believe that you're born innocent. 
and it's a learned behavior, just like racism and things like that are a learned behavior. They're, they're not something that you're born with. You know, you, you see those videos of the kids and they're all playing. It doesn't care what color the other kid is. They're just playing because they're having fun because they're kids and they have a common interest. It's learned behavior as they're growing older from their parents, siblings, and relatives that create a bias in them. So it's the same thing when it comes to, and I, I believe, uh, when it comes to being evil, you you see that shit perpetrated. Like there was a video the other day on Instagram or Facebook where this little kid, this little child was walking around with a fucking pistol pointing at people going, give me your money, give me your money, give yeah. me your money. Mm -hmm. And the kid's like two and a half, three. And then you hear the parents in the background who are not well educated and they sound like morons. And they're like, oh, that's so funny. Da, 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 oh, bro, da, da. Did you, are you talking about the, the kids part, the gangster themed child's birthday party did you see that one i did yeah yeah, yeah. i think this is a different video hey so. fucking dead asleep holy What's shit sorry guys no, no no it's all right you jumped in in the middle so here's here's my take we we're talking about the 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 kid who shot up the school his parents were being charged for what he did blame blame canada we already did yeah uh so here's here's my take on it people people have asked me um are, are people born good or are they born evil? And I don't think they're born either. I think they're born selfish. I think everyone is born completely self-interested. The level of your self-interest, right? The level of selfishness. Some people are narcissistically like wired to be self-interested and, and, you know, I mean, you look at, you look at how, how people on the autism spectrum, their their motivations and their my, my son has a hard time understanding how his actions affect other people right he just does right yeah. and that's not that's not to say he's bad that's to say his brain is wired very introspectively like like how do things affect me and it it, it what happens outside of him he has a harder he has to have it explained to him via analogy like movies are a huge thing. TV is a huge thing for my son to see via story. Mm -hmm. is something he can relate to mm -hmm. how things affect other people. Right. Man, a, I, I haven't yeah. met some, especially since my kids are young, obviously your kids are older. You know, my, yeah, kids, yeah. My, my kids are young. And Chuck, you have a broad spectrum of, of ages having your household, right? I do. Um, yeah, I yeah, I, infant. And being a tattoo artist, I, I, you know, age demographic for that is 18 and up, man. I have met some bell tower motherfuckers. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah. I have, I have met some like, but and it's just like the honest truth is you are one catastrophic event. You're like you're maintaining, like I look in the motherfucker's right. eyes and I'm like, you're maintaining. I see you're maintaining, but I can see mm -hmm. like where a couple of, one bad day like, away from some serious shit. One catastrophic event from like, you know, your fucking mom holding your cat in the front yard getting ran over by a runaway semi away from hopping on top of a fucking bell tower with a thirty with a thirty thirty out six and you know and blaming the mm -hmm. world, you know, for some shit. So I mean I'm with you, Thomas. I don't think it, people are necessarily born evil. But I do believe there's some evil motherfuckers out there. You know what I'm saying? There's some, there's some like, people out there like with, with, you know. channel the energy that you're born with, right? That's, that's like, if you're born with that selfish energy and you, it's channeled the wrong way, you know, it, 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 maybe, maybe. I, now, 
I have met some kids that I literally go, no, nah, that motherfucker's rotten to the core. Oh, like, yeah, it doesn't rotten ass motherfuckers. Well, right. I we I dealt with a kid and that you because you brought up the autism thing. Um <clears throat> he was a a child in his his mental state, but he was a fucking full grown man. Um and sure. we had been dealing with this individual for I want to say two and a half years, and it was starting to escalate. And after the third incident at their home, um, which was the second to last one before we arrested him, um, he had pepper sprayed his dad and beat the fuck out of him. Like, and he was, uh, I think he had Asperger's. Um, mm. And so we, we told him, we're like, hey, you need to hold your, 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 your son that's escalating. This is going to end badly. You need to get him into a, um, you need to get put him into some sort of facility because you guys cannot manage him. And right. now he's gotten to the point where he is no longer a child. He may be a child in his mind with rationale, but this dude is a strong fucking man. And right. he's like, he was like six foot. Oh, dude, you have man strength. 80. Dude, it was wild. Okay. You know what he did? Right. He took a fucking butcher knife, the last one he did, and yeah. he fucking tried to slaughter their fucking blind and deaf golden retriever. He went after the other one, but because the other one was always saw because it had sight and vision and everything. It was a mean motherfucker. That golden retriever was the meanest dog I've ever met in my fucking life because he grew up with this kid and knew that, that was a bad motherfucker. I got to stay away and I got to be mean to protect the family. And that dog wasn't injured, but the other one who was just like a lamb to the slaughter, we get there and it, they, I got photos too on my phone I could send you, but dude, uh, a fucking Ass. 12 or 14 inch butcher knife in the side of this fucking dog. And so I had to get there. We fucking hooked this motherfucker up. We sent him off. Long story short, dog lives, but they put him down because it's just, it's old and whatever. Um, and so we arrest him and we sent him to uh, jail and then he goes to court and the uh, because the parents knew and everything, they uh, remanded him not to jail, but to a uh, psych facility. Mm -hmm. um, and the only reason why they did that is because every time we put him on a hold, the parents would take him off of the hold within 12 hours because they would just take him home. Be like, no, just sign him to our custody. He's fine. And like, he's not fine. He's committing okay. crimes. Every Are you ready time. to hear my story that goes similar to that one and how that goes wrong? Is and I, I may have mentioned this on the podcast if you go back and listen long enough. Uh, I went to the same dude going nuts, like sh bat shit crazy about four times, five times in about 18 months. And I was not the only cop who went right, right, right. We had we had multiple people, multiple shifts, multiple days. I would be gone, I'd be on my days off, and they'd go right. So I would estimate we went. 12, 16 times in 18 months. Like, so you're talking at least once a month, maybe more. Right. Wow. Right. So this one dude, and he would routinely be in the neighbor's yard, but ass naked, babbling gibberish, hiding in their garage, like with a, a screwdriver, right? All kinds of shit. So when I would go there, uh, he would fight. And he was always naked. They're always fucking. They're always naked. They're always yeah. fucking naked. But it was. It was but it was the oiled up though. But it was the no, oiled up. Okay. He was just sweaty. Never catch me. He was self-medicating with weed, right? Which is a hallucinogen in strong oh, enough dude. quantities. So now you've got a fucking person who's batshit crazy self-medicating with a hallucinogen and hungry, right? <laughs> and so 
We get to his house one time. His parents call us. They're like, we cannot get him to take his fucking meds. We cannot get him to take his fucking meds. And he's in our house. He's wearing a jacket and no pants, no underwear. Like he's naked except for a jacket. But he's got a jacket on. <laughs> he's got Fuck a jacket on. Fuck yeah. That's, that's 1980s porn right there. And Somebody. a knife. <laughs> right? And a knife. And so a knife. jacket, butt naked. He's like, hungry and sweating. He's like, I'd, I'd fuck me. Would you fuck me? <laughs> exactly. It's some silence of land <laughs> shit. I'd fuck me hard. <laughs> And so this dude, <laughs> uh, this dude, we go there, we fight him, we take him into custody. The parents are like, we don't know what the fuck to do. The mental health's like, make sure he takes his meds. Here you go. You can have him back. Right? Oh. There's no place to commit him. They right. just Thanks get him back on his meds. Have him back. Mm. And so we all, as a as a department, we were all kind of meeting and we we're all talking. We we're like getting mental health involved. We're getting. Uh, like he's gonna fucking go crazy. He's gonna oh, fucking yeah. go crazy. What do you do? Well, doing? Christmas Eve. Oh, we get a call from uh, the a man on the south end of our town, mm-hmm. just south outside town. the city limits. Always the south end, saying that he is being attacked. It and so he comes home. Him and his wife and his sister-in-law. Is this the same same neighborhood, different neighborhood, different way different neighborhood, way different neighborhood. Okay, like miles away. Okay, got it. Comes home Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. walks into their they're living in like an elderly mobile home park. Walks in, as soon as they walk in, homeboy attacks the wife and the sister, and murders them, stabs them to death. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Husband's like holy shit, trying to fight him off. Husband runs out and hides. Suspect can't find the husband, so suspect takes off. Dad, uh, husband calls cops and's like, "My wife and my sister-in-law are dead, and I need the cops. Somebody just tried to kill us." He gives the description. We don't know who. Like we're we're all all points bulletin manhunt for this you know person, and he matches the description of this dude. That was at like ten o'clock at night, maybe nine o'clock at night, something like that. Three o'clock in the morning, a neighbor that lived that a family friend, sorry, not a neighbor, a family friend of the the the, the dude's family, the suspect's family, mm-hmm. wakes up at three in the morning to him standing over his bed, bashing his head in with a crescent wrench. Oh fuck me, dude! Is able to fight him off, call the cops and subdue him, and our department gets there and takes him into custody. And then he gets charged with two counts of murder plus one count of attempted murder or two counts of attempted murder on the husband and on the family friend. And both of those murders could have been prevented if mm-hmm. we had a mental health system that would have said, yo, this motherfucker's crazy. Just he needs to stay yep. him up. Yeah. Lock yeah. him up. Done. Yeah. So it's that, it's similar it's similar to what the the incident that we kind of dealt with, but he only fucking tried to kill the fucking dog and not right. anybody else in the house. Right. And but the only reason why it didn't escalate further is because the judge was finally like, we had so much fucking evidence against this fucking kid, and we brought it. They're like, we're remanding him to a fucking facility, and I think it was fucking Ohio, not not even in the state of of California. They said, fuck, get him out of the state, and because. 
he, they, his parents would constantly check him out. And they're like, he's not getting checked out. He's there for the fucking rest of his life. Yeah. Because he's fucking crazy. Yeah. Nuck and futz, dude. Like, dude, it's cr- dude. Uh-uh. What the fuck? He goes in the house and fucking murders this dude's yeah. fucking yeah. sister-in-law. Holy shit. Fucking, like bashes his dad's head, tried to bash his dad's head in. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. Uh, I think. I'm going to go on the record by saying that I think he's un- misunderstood. <laughs> he's an, he was he, Thomas. He was an artist. He was trying to express himself. Just trying to paint the walls with blood. I, I'm. Hey, I, you guys just don't get I got, it, man. I got something, uh, some levity, levity to lighten the situation. I got a story I've been dying to tell you guys. Oh, does it involve, does it involve an acorn? Kids get screwed up in this world, but go ahead. Does it involve? I, I want to share. I want. I have. I have it's one quick. more headline. So go ahead. It's quick. It's real quick. It would take like two minutes. Okay. So, hey, hang on. You might want to get the fucking sexy music ready. All right. Oh. So me and All right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Locker Room Podcast. We decide. Oh. Kids, we only got a few minutes. All Let's right. get down. Yeah. So we proceed. Intercourse takes place. Oh. And uh, we proceed to finish. He did. Yeah, we, we started very clean, very clinical. All right, we started intercourse, and we were going, bam, bam. Thank you, man. <laughs> and then I get ready, and I'm like, oh, stop. You're good. I'm good. Blech. And I go. What? Right. That's yeah. Fucking. <laughs> okay, because the way you just described it, you pitched it like you fucking threw up, like you fucking gave her the coffee. Oh, that's coming. Sweater. That's coming. Oh, 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 no, oh, it's going sideways real quick Go from ahead. here. Um, so you, we you get, asked for it, she Michael. finishes, I finish, right? Of course, I'm gonna finish. I don't give a fuck about her. Right. Um, I, I love my wife, I love you. Um, but <clears throat> so you we got finish, that toy, right? and, <laughs> and so you got like, the toy, we're done. And I literally, I stand up, fucking mm-hmm. just got done, mm-hmm. and she turns around and goes. Bleh. And burps. Oh. We had just a mistake. <laughs> Let me fucking tell you, dude. That hit me like that. I, like, <laughs> I fucking puked so hard on the floor. The guy with the weak ass gag reflex gets thrown up on after <laughs> sex, and you think he's not going to throw no. up? She burped in my mouth. Well, she burped, mouth, apparently. Right. In my fucking oh, mouth. In your mouth. I tasted oh. her fucking food oh, instantaneously. Oh. I vomited so fucking hard onto the floor. I was like, fuck you. I'm not cleaning it. I, I finished drying off. And then I was like, you know what? And she's like, you're such a baby. And I fucking opened the door, wet ass farted in there. I was like, <laughs> closed it, fucking continue to get dressed. And then um, I ended up cleaning up my own vomit. Uh, uh, Marco. Nothing sounds like a fantastic fucking sex session. You know what I'm saying? Like a fuck fest. <laughs> then throwing up wet farts. You know what I'm saying, and throw and 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 then cleaning up your throw up afterwards. I'm just gonna. Can we make it? Can we make it? Can you mouth. open the book? <laughs> Stand by. I need you to open the book. By the can way, we, I had a client. We need to one make of, a new rule. One of my clients that is also a, um, a avid listener. Shout out to him, by the way. I was like, I hear the shuffling in the background. Is there a book? I'm like, yeah, there's a fucking book. <laughs> can you see the book? I'm like, no, you can't see the book. The book is here. Trust me. Look, pen, pen in my hand, pen. Okay, right. Buck, go. So let it be written. So let it be done. Yeah. Chuck is no longer allowed to tell sex <laughs> stories without them being vetted prior to the show by at least two members of the podcast. I agree. 
That's can't, I'm not listening. <laughs> Two members. That's so fucking gross, dude. Of cast. Oh, well, if you want to know, right. if you want to know uh, why kids are fucked up, you want to know why kids are fucked up because they listen to us and they have to put up with that kind of thing. One sentence. One sentence, boys. In this one sentence, I can tell you exactly what's wrong with our society. Go on. Son of OnlyFans model admits he films content for her. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Are you fucking kidding me? What well, the fuck is wrong with these fucking... Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Margo, there's Your no defending this. Your Honor. Your Honor. Your Honor. <laughs> First and foremost, um, what kind Fresh of okay, he look, oh yeah, the, the, oh that's a bell, that's She's a bell tower. Angry. That's his mom. That's a bell tower, motherfucker, right oh, there. Dude, she Listen. clearly had him when she was like fourteen. Yeah. Oh, she's hot. Um, I'm saying is content as far as like, is it just like pictures okay. of her? Morning, like, you know, like, no, 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 it's not pictures. Like getting railed by other men. Yes. Oh, oh come oh, on. God. Oh my god, dude! Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, mom, you're doing great. Uh, Earlier, or for yeah. making a fucking put your, bill, put your legs behind your head. Yeah, you just get that position's great. Oh my god, dude! Imagine, I cannot imagine. Hey, hey, mom, can you open up the camera a little bit? Oh no, come on! Oh fuck! Oh god! <laughs> oh, so she's here. Here's the thing. I she is she is like next door neighbor. I, hot. I read about this, and. Apparently, wow, that thing keywords like mom and sister, right? And stepmom, stepmom is a big one, yeah, are keywords that people are searching on internet sites now, right? Stepsister, and well, there is nothing, I guess legally or genetically wrong with stepmom and stepsister and stepdad and stepbrother. Can we all just agree it's gross? 100%. Can we just agree it's gross? Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fucked up. Is this, is this still part of the whole love is love movement? No, no, motherfucker. He's set up for failure. <laughs> because what or fuck? becoming like or becoming the number one porn like director and and producer, you know. Imagine on your resume, that's on your resume. Oh. Yeah, I mean, filming my mom fuck other men for money. I, this is what's. This is where we're at. This is where we're at. It's not okay. This is not okay. I, I, I have. I accidentally walked in on my parents once, and it scarred me for life. I can't imagine voluntarily filming anything involving any member of my family, let alone, I mean, hell, hell, I can't even imagine the guys that are married to porn stars and are like, yeah, my wife, you know, gets filled on camera for money, but she, she brings the good stuff home to me. Yeah. Most of those those guys are in the the industry for money. She brings that beef and cheddar home from Arby's dude, all beat up and fucking with horsey sauce all over it. Yeah, so like I, I know I'm the old-fashioned guy on the show. I get it. I understand 
that I am the fuddy-duddy on the show. That is my lot in life. I, I have accepted that. I have been the fuddy-duddy in our friend group for years. <laughs> I have been the one that, like, has been, you know, lame. <laughs> for lack of a better word. For a good part of my life. I you, did get, you did get stiff as you got older. It, so I, she said, you know, uh, hey, you know what I'm saying? Stiff. Hey. <laughs> Hey, hey now. But I don't, I mean, I don't feel like I'm that far out. I, I, I don't. Well, this is next level fucking wrongness. You know what I'm saying? This yeah, is like beyond right. the scope. Like, this is pegging at a solid 10 of just no. This is like rolling up a newspaper, bopping the motherfuckers in the nose, spraying them with water, and just yelling no. Right. Uh, this is, there's, there's no really excusing this. Unless, okay. <laughs> Oh well, okay. So I have some things I'm going to tease for next week. First of all, um, those of you that are going to listen to Locker Room on Monday, you're going to hear me talk about how Matt was here. Clearly, Matt was not here. So excuse me because we thought Matt was here. <laughs> <laughs> or War Stories on Monday. But I will say this War Stories on Monday is a fucking banger. Are you guys going to talk about the acorn? Uh, we already did it. Last you, Monday. you talked about the acorn of death last Monday. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude. The acorn oh, around man. the world. Fuck. Should we have you back on to just discuss the acorn? <laughs> Bro. Let me tell you, man. I was like, we always heard about the squirrels. The squirrels are watching. Yeah. The squirrels are Birds doing are this. Real. The squirrels are shifty. You know what I'm Squirrels are, are, are real. They're, they're fucking mm. agents. They're robots. I don't know, man. This is a pretty good argument. This is like some tinfoil hat shit. Some flat earth shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, oh, so that's what, that's another thing we were going to talk about with Matt. What? When Matt gets here, we're going to talk about a couple of things. We're going to talk about flat Earth shit, and we are going to talk about this video. Can I share the video? Yes. I want to talk about with Matt. Go. Okay. Okay. Because this is the video I was going to put up today. Is uh, it that mom's porn video with her son as the director? No, it is not. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, mom. Can no. you can you can you look to the left a little bit, please? Just stop it, Chuck. No. <laughs> Bad you think your meat curtain not even drunk tonight. You're, you're, yeah. No. Oh, it's okay. so bad. Hey, hey mom, did, before you, hey mom, before you take that dick, can you, uh, you know, can you make sure that you switch the laundry over? I saw, I saw this video. Right. So you see this video, right? This yeah. girl is doing some shit at the gym. We'll have the audio when we do it. But this girl's doing some shit at the gym, and the guy confronts her. He's like, calls her out. What the fuck are you doing? Third trap video. He basically shames her at the gym. He's like, I know what you're doing. You're not working out. You're fucking making porn at the gym. Third, third trap that. video. He, she's making a fucking thirst trap video. He's 100% making a thirst trap video. Yep. And he calls around on it. Yeah. And her reaction, or she posts the video as if like, of course, can you appalled. believe how how toxic it is at the gym and how men can bitch get the fuck out of here so i learned a new term Go 304 304 304 i didn't know this either apparently men on the internet mm -hmm. are learning the term 304 and a 304 or a girl with 304 energy or a girl who is a 304 is for the streaming because when you take 304 mm -hmm. and you type it into a calculator and you turn it upside down it spells ho. Okay. <laughs> That's some old school pager shit, man. 
I, you know, I, I, I respect boobs. I, but here's the thing. If you call a girl a 304, immediately, boom, you are an incel. Okay. Oh, incel. So we're going to have to we talk about it. at what point like a are you allowed... At what point are you allowed to call women out for hoe behavior and say a hoe is a hoe is a hoe is a hoe? I mean, it's going to get back to that. I mean, the whole like, you know, putting your head down and, you know, and just taking the shame thing is it's coming to a fucking quick end, man, because mm -hmm. I mean, they're getting called out more and more. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are getting yeah. called out more and more and more. And that bullshit, as far as like, you know, like, oh, keep it pushing. Like, that one chick is like, no, no one needs to keep it pushing. The guy, like, she took off her top. Like, she took off her top. She was exercising, she took off her top. And the guy glanced over for she and the chick that somebody broke it down they they played at a regular speed and then her she posted in slow down speed right you know say like slow motion close up mm -hmm. of the guy turning and like like looking glancing at her and then looking back it's like okay let's she purposely zoomed in and did the slow motion to make sure that you saw that he looked at her right let's let's take a look at this at this look in like real speed he sped it up to like real like real speed and it was like the guys went that that that's it like, right, he like glanced a, a second, like less than a fucking right. glance, right? right? And it's like, and all of a sudden, she's like, hey, "You need something? You need something? You know what I'm saying? Like, can I, can I help you? Yeah, I thought so." And that's, right, that's when she got fucking kicked out of. The, it's like, uh, uh, not to no, mention, no. these women are pulling up their yoga pants to the point where they Dude. have more than a more than a camel toe. They have a moose knuckle, like a guy. Right, Dude, it's uh, it's here's, here's one. Oh my god, here's man. here's one. This is this is this is an actual post that says. Some of y'all aren't ready to hear this, but it's transphobic for gynecologists not to treat pre-op trans femme patients under HRT. My girl dick is as much a feminine organ that my body treats just like a vagina as the next girl and deserves specific women-oriented Healthcare. Listen to quote a fucking six-year-old. To quote a six-year-old, a bullshit, a bullshit, <laughs> bullshit, bullshit, <laughs> a bullshit. What? Like I'm, 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 I'm lucky that I'm at the age now where I get to start saying, you know, I'm old enough not to care, or and if I right. do care, I get to look at you and say, you're fucking crazy, you're crazy, you're li like that shit is bananas. B a n a n a s. No, no one's, no one's drinking the Kool-Aid with you, right? And you're not going to be no, able to, not, not no one. Unfortunately, well, not no one. Well, here's the thing: is the majority of people are not fucking fall, uh, from not falling asleep, not fucking you know fall, drinking the Kool Aid. And like you want to, you know, you want you want that's the hill you want to die on. I think I'm old enough to the point where I'm just like, you go, you go live that life and right. see how you feel twenty years from now. You know, what I'm saying like, see see what so, twenty years from now. Go ahead, Jack. I'm still caught on this fem dick thing. So these person fem, fem, save it for next week. All right. This is this is the other shit we're going to talk about. So this month, this is an actual tweet. So this month, for the first time, my OnlyFans bill was more than my rent. Ally achievement unlocked. Hashtag sex work is real work. Hashtag pay for your porn. Hashtag feminist. Hashtag OnlyFans. This guy considers himself a feminist because his rent was less than his OnlyFans bill. I'm gonna tell you straight out that as 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 a man, as a man speaking for a cast of men here, mm -hmm. you're a fucking idiot. Uh, but there's no fucking reason. Fans? Yeah, yes, there's no fucking it. reason. No, 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 no. He's paying for it. his bill. His 
he has paid out more in OnlyFans than his rent. His rent's a thousand dollars. He's paid at least like a thousand one dollars to his OnlyFans, right? Just Google their fucking screen name. You'll Thanks, fucking sir. see all the leaks. All right, here we go. Ridiculous. It's time to do it. Oh, Let's Jesus. do it, oh, boys. Hey there, I'm Jordan, a 32-year-old born and raised in Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh, yeah. Music, shoes, and diving into fantasy and romance novels. And meth. They're what keep my world spinning. Always thirsty for knowledge, I aim to learn something new every day. Dreaming of traveling someday, Mm -hmm. but currently stuck in a tough spot. Fighting for my freedom for a crime I didn't commit. A bullshit. Seeking an understanding and loving pen pal who can shine some light into this pen. lovely dark place I'm in. Pause. Pen pal. <laughs> yes. 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 Nearly, th- nearly three years down, I yearn for stability <laughs> and someone who's willing to be there emotionally, mentally, and even financially. Of course. If interested, Ooh. drop me a message in my inbox. There it is. Jordan. Oh, inmate number 5140. I'm not going to read the rest. Right. Clark County Department of Corrections. Ready? No, fuck that. Let's read it. Let's get people to message her. Okay. And get the responses. Inmate, inmate number. Okay, boys. You know the drill. Inmate number 5140706, Clark County Department of Corrections, dash 115, P.O. Box 43059, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89116. To put money, pay direct.com, I care, gifts.com, for Jordan Monahan. If you want to help Duckface McGee here, pay for Skittles. By the way, Skittles my ass. The girls in the jail where I worked once made a communal dildo out of Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> That's impressive. They literally got it confiscated. It was a communal dildo out of Jolly Ranchers that they had softened up with their saliva. Uh, okay. Must have been By sick. the way, uh, what's up with the fucking Maleficent eyebrows? I'm just saying. I, I don't know. Okay, here we go. You ready? Check what a fucked her. I wonder how many COs are fucking her. Okay. Probably get a mouth. Here we go. Probably get a mouth. She's turning tricks in there. She'll need the money. I watch Orange is the New Black. My name is Sherry. I am 44 years young, and I have three boys. I am in Dayton Correctional Institute. (laughs) What the fuck fuck did you tap into? And I am currently enrolled in some college classes. (laughs) I have less less them a year. Less them a year. Mm -hmm. Before I am to be released. I will be living in Columbus, Ohio upon release and then hopefully transfer my post-release control. That's called parole, bitch. Mm-hmm. To North Florida, where my sister lives. Of course she does. Of course she lives in the Florida panhandle. Of course she does. I am creative and artistic and full of life. I love animals and enjoy going on adventures. And looking for good friends and open to the possibility of finding love. Homegirl took her picture on her cell block. She's on the cell block selling that booty. Look at that ass. (laughs) You crazy. That bitch gonna stab you. (laughs) Boys. Damn. That's the the best pick out of the trailer park. You know what I'm saying? 
That is prime choice <laughs> at a truck stop. I love the pictures. <laughs> what the heck? It would have been better if this if the fucking guard was in the back, like I know, huh? Photobombing the guards <laughs> in the back, photobombing here. The fucking dude. institutional light is just fantastic, dude. What nothing like nothing lights up a scene like fucking um those uh eight foot fucking uh not neons, what are they called? Yeah. Okay, yeah, here we go. Fuck, dude. That's horrible. Dude. And more always in one. This is Shelly, 33. Legit looking for a husband and male role model for my three kids. I'm out. They all have different dads. Of course. I'm twice divorced. Mm. Okay, three kids. Three kids. Twice divorced. Twice so divorced. Three kids. kids is not. She was yeah. not married, at least. Right. One. Yeah. Uh, temporarily having OnlyFans. Of course. And no, I don't want to make content with you. I'm blunt, forthcoming, and only available every other weekend for now. Every other I weekend. regularly work out and get tattoos. Medicated for my alphabet of mental health shit. Thank God. <sighs> Five, seven. Must be six foot to get on this ride. I get that. I'm here for a long time, not mm-hmm. for a good time. Mm. If all that's cool, swipe. If not, for the love of God, swipe left. Is she I'm a Taurus. I have children, and I want more. Ladies and gentlemen, nope, that's all you get. That's all what? you get. That's all you get. She only built. First of all, she has the dumbass cow piercing that only farmers enjoy on bovines like and she's got fucking that she's got the septum piercing like super fucking tight so you just yeah. see like black boogers hanging out and then a black right. ring yeah right next to it you know right. yeah problems yeah yeah just all right circular. let's see let's see who we have left oh man there's so many to choose from and i don't remember which ones are the best and which ones are the worst but i i just love 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 bringing these to you guys uh one more oh my god or do you want to do a couple of big jokes before we leave? One more? Hit it. One more. All right. Here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, this is a very short one. I'll save that for when we have a longer one. Let's see. Uh, oh, man. These are so fucked up. Uh, now, isn't that what we're looking for? Yeah. Okay. This is the shortest one I can find for, to close mm-hmm. us out. All right. Okay. Take us there. I'm going to read it before I post it because it's too short to even bother. It says, Joy, 27, quote, threesomes, mother and daughter, one hour for $49 and all night for $149. Reserve. Joy, 27, threesomes, mother and daughter, threesomes. $49 $49 for an hour all night for 150 bucks. That's actually really fucking cheap. That's that's really cheap. Bitch, mother and daughter threesomes. Are you missing? Are, you're you're so fucking Not my daughter focused on the price. Are mm-hmm. you missing that she is offering mother and daughter threesomes? $50 is, for one hour? $49 pic- for one hour? Is there a picture of the daughter? Maybe that is the daughter. That's the scary part. Probably. 
to bag the other one with a fucking I, I hope that's the daughter because <laughs> if she's 27 that means the the daughter would be like eight definitely got to be the daughter it's got to be the daughter two Mom's weeks probably ago. some fucking hey how you doing type of fucking <laughs> nasty bitch from the trailer large large march from the fucking truck stop oh fuck bro okay guys last week i was stopping on my way to work to get gas uh and a drink and I, there's a couple gas stations that line up right before my work the first one is right between two hotels like two hotel motels like right next to downtown mm-hmm. uh, right off downtown i pull in normal get my drink pay for my stuff uh go to turn around and it's a young woman I won't say lady but a young woman right there waiting you know to check out i was like and the way they have this place set up is really tight corner so Oh, I'm sorry. I almost bumped into her. She's like, "Oh, hey, it's okay. We can just go together." And I was like, "I was like, oh, yeah, I already paid for my stuff, but but uh, you know, it's all good." She's like, "Oh, um, she's like, oh, you you're on your way back to work?" I said, um, "No, actually, on my way to work to start my shift." And I look and I look down at her tattoo, like here on the chest, and I was like, "Oh, I recognize, recognize the tattoo. Don't recognize the face. Recognize the tattoo. Like, yeah, I, to, I didn't do that tattoo, but I did another tattoo on her." So she goes, oh, okay, cool. You you there all night? I'm like, well, I'm there until like you know, till ten o'clock until I'm off. She's like, oh yeah, cool. Hey, um, uh, I remember, um, you did this tattoo for me. I I do massages. So here, take down my number and, and, and hit me up, and um, we can um, we can take care of you. Maybe get tattooed. So it's like, all right, cool. So like, quickly, not to be rude on my phone because it's a client that I've tattooed before. So I went ahead and and, and hit my phone, and I hit Google as opposed to text message. Oh no. Did, right. So I oh, hit no. Google, and I put the phone number on. And I was like, "This is your phone number." She's like, "Yeah, yeah, good, good." And I went and closed the screen. So I close the screen, get to the shop, start my day, blah blah blah. Go to my phone. I'm like, open up my phone. I'm like, "Oh shit, that's, that's a Google page. I better like you know, uh, send her a text message. You know, save her number. But we'll see if she wants to get more tattooed." Um, and I noticed that Google did the automatic like partial fill based on her oh, number. Oh, the predictive text. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and it's all. Escorts, San Antonio, escort, Austin, escort. I was like, oh no. I was like, yeah. oh, massages, huh? I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when Matt gets here, we're gonna have to unpack hoe culture because we've gone from trade. We've gone from we've gone from yes. women's lib mm-hmm. to sexual liberation to free to free love to hookup culture. To fucking normalize hoe culture, to normalize incest. We have, we have, we, we're, we're, I don't know what's next. I don't know what's next, but we'll talk about it next week, hopefully. Bestiality. Yeah. Oh, God, stop. Please don't. Please. Donkey shows. I would, I think I would normalize bestiality before I would normalize incest. Hey, listen, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put this out there before you play, you play us out, right? I'm gonna gonna put this out there. Think about this. We have said everything's, we've said everything's crazy. I said, this is fucking nuts. Everything's crazy. This is nuts. This is fucking crazy, right? Is it too far-fetched to think that somewhere around a fucking dark, twisted corner, someone who identifies as a donkey... See where I'm going with this? Someone who identifies as a donkey or a fucking mule, right, winds up, like, wanting, like, finding their life mate with a real fucking donkey and does their own version of Tijuana. I'm just saying, (laughs) at this point in time... If if, if nothing is wrong... Then everything's fine. Like, and then they die by getting their fucking colon impaled by that fucking horse dick. I mean, that's natural selection at that point, bro. At that point, that's natural selection. You know what I'm saying? If you get if you 
it, yo, listen, hey, you know the ducks do that to chickens? Did you know this? <laughs> I guess the duck penis is like not like it's so much larger than the than the chicken penis that a duck will fucking rape a chicken. You know what I'm saying? Just like like a dolphin status. You know what I'm saying? It was just rape a fucking chicken. Like, come here, clucker, motherfucking clucker, and just like tear the insides up, and the chicken winds up dying a couple of days later. I missed a whole new meaning. And on, on, on their chicken duck rape, we're out. That's right. Dude, you think of that next time you go to Popeyes. Horses, dude. I'm just saying, Popeyes. <laughs>